everyone, welcome back to another episode of Budgeting Brilliance. I have a four-step budgeting framework that takes people through the evolution of creating a solid budget. And today we're going to chat about step number three, which are guardrails. Without guardrails or guidelines to keep you on the right path, you may go astray, just as I did years ago. But once you know better, you can do better. So stay tuned. So everyone dreams of living a life of abundance, but here's the harsh truth. Having a higher income doesn't guarantee spending wisdom, and your toys may eventually suffocate you financially. Are you there yet? In fact, 8 million people earning over six figures are actually living paycheck to paycheck, but it's time we change that for you. Welcome to Budgeting Brilliance, a podcast for busy career-focused moms feeling stuck between mounting credit cards and cars. I'm Shauna Lay, a family budgeting expert specializing in tools that corporate moms can use to change their perspective of budgeting as a necessary evil to being an empowering tool to make smarter decisions. If you've been looking for a budgeting network focused on more than just frugal living, you're in the right place. Stop letting your finances dictate your life. As I mentioned earlier, in the past, I didn't operate my family's budget with any kind of guardrails in mind. The thought was that if we had money available, it was free game to spend. There was no forethought. I didn't calculate spending categories, nor did I know what percentage of money was going towards debt. And then, of course, one day it all caught up with us. Dread set in. We were miserable. Miserable living under constant stress and then boredom because we didn't have money for the things that we wanted to do, like vacations or spontaneous weekend trips, splurging at restaurants, going on shopping sprees. Heck, I didn't have money to even get my nails done. In fact, Our budget was so tight that anything over, let's say, about $50 for the month could strain our budget, and anything more than that probably would be put on a credit card. It absolutely wasn't pretty. Every dollar we made went somewhere other than having fun. Our money provided food, shelter, utilities, and the rest went to debt. It was a struggle. So if this is you... Just keep up the good fight. Keep using my tips to help pay down debt. Try to earn extra to keep you moving forward. But if you aren't quite feeling this level of strain yet, heed my warning today. Listen closely to this message. Because you don't want to get to this point in your life where you're living solely to pay debt. I don't wish that on anyone. And this is where divorces rear their ugly head, and it sets the stage for money fights and blame games. But if you follow the budgeting guidelines properly, you'll probably be okay. Hey friends, I'm pausing real quick just to let you know that if you need help on budgeting, savings, or getting out of debt, check out the free resources on my website, sanitysense.com. Back to the show. My four-part budgeting framework includes one categorizing your expenses. 
Two, goal planning and actually setting them into action. Three, having guardrails. And number four, proper budget management. In episode seven, I highlight all four steps. So if you want to go back and listen to that, then you can move on to episode nine, where I discuss step number one of categorizing. Episode 13 is about goal planning, which was step two. And today, again, that's step three, guardrails. So the definition of guardrails is a protective rail guarding you from danger. So on a road, guardrails would help you to ensure you don't go off a cliff or into a body of water. Those are road dangers. In budgeting, guardrails help to keep your spending in check so you don't overspend in any one area more than another. To budget your finances with intention, You should have guardrails or guidelines, if you will, but these should be based on your family's specific situation and income because everyone's situation is different. Unfortunately, there isn't a one size fits all, but it's more like a one size fits most, maybe. You could start with common guidelines like a 50-30-20 or a 70-20-10, but if you're in debt, you may find yourself outside of one of these categories, so you may need to adjust accordingly. But having a plan, as in establishing what your limits are in advance, and keeping those limits in the forefront is always the best option, of course. But if you didn't know about guidelines like me, then let's choose one that fits what you would like to have in the future, once your debt's paid off and allows you to have more flexibility. I'll explain that more in a moment. So your task today is to choose one. If you chose 50, 30, 20, well, that means that 50% of your income is going to living expenses. 30% would be miscellaneous spending, and that's where your debt would be paid down as well. And then 20% for investments and savings. Now, if you're in a heavy debt situation, putting aside 20% towards savings and investments may need to be dialed back to maybe 5% or less even, depending on if you have an emergency fund set aside until your debt's paid off. Then what you would do is take that extra percentage from this category and use that towards additional debt pay down. Now, because that is shared with your miscellaneous spending, you may not have a whole lot left over for miscellaneous spending. But I do want to caution that you want to make sure you put some sort of cushion there so you don't find yourself using credit cards to cover that extra money. That's a common mishap when people don't allocate miscellaneous fund money in their budget. Or you could do a 70-20-10. Similarly, that is 70% of living expenses, 20% to guilt-free spending and miscellaneous spending, and then 10% for savings. Now, again, if your debt is high, you may exceed that 20% category and use it and then some for debt. So Depending on your situation, you may need to make adjustments. So first and foremost, choose a guideline. Choose something. But if needed, make sure you have a future target as well. 
So let's say that you chose guardrails maybe in the middle. You wanted to do a 60-35-5. But once you're debt-free, you shift it to a 60-20-20. What you choose is really up to you. But if you don't set a target, as Zig Ziglar once said, when you don't have a target to aim at, you'll hit it every time. So set a target and don't be like the old me without direction or a plan for how your money should be spent. As with most things, you need to be flexible. Don't get caught up on finding the perfect category breakdown. Be willing to adjust to your needs, but have a target, put it in action, and don't lose focus. To help you stay on your path, I created the Dead on Fire Pledge that you can download for free today from my website. You need to take a vow to dump your debt. We need to set it on fire so you can live into your dreams. You remember those, don't you? Those hopes and wishes of your past self? Those things that you wanted to do? Even a hobby before debt stole them from you and took your freedom? Take the Dead on Fire Pledge today, and when you do, you'll also get free access to a 30-day no-spending challenge and a debt tracker printable so you can see how much closer debt freedom is for your family. And you'll find the link in the show notes. Hmm. You'll find the link in the show notes or on SanitySense.com. But knowing your insights, like having guardrails in place early enough can help to turn the tides towards financial independence. Heck, if you actually focus on this early enough, you could start generating additional income to build up momentum behind that snowball you have and be able to retire sooner than expected, or let's at least target sooner than 67. Wouldn't that be nice? So budgeting isn't difficult. You just have to be intentional and create a plan. But if you need help with what that plan could be or should be, I'm offering a limited discount through the end of the year on my one-on-one services, so don't be shy. Go ahead and reach out. You know you've been ready to do something for a while now, and you've put it off all year long, and here we are nearing the end of 2023. Go to SanitySense.com and click on Budget Mastery and be ready for when 2024 comes around. Until then, get out there and budget brilliantly. So friends, I hope you found value in today's episode and that it encouraged you in some way to take an action towards focusing on your budget. If you would like to snag some free budgeting resources like a quick starter kit, debt elimination workbook, just head on over to my website, SanitySense.com. That's SanitySense, C-E-N-T-S.com. And if you liked today's episode, please consider leaving a five-star review so you can help others find this message and get the budgeting help that they've been longing for too. So here's to budgeting your best life. And for proper management of your debt. Proper management of your, and number four, proper management of budget. And number four, proper budgeting.
budget management. There you go. And proper budget management. 